Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my linemate, Matt, with me. And today, we're going to go over the Blackhawks week one. It's been great, you know, getting some regular season hockey back. There's been so much talk about Connor Bedard and and finally getting this kid going. Um, it's been a, actually a pretty action-packed first week for the NHL uh, in general. The Blackhawks game versus Pittsburgh was one of the most watched regular season games in, in history. And um, I thought that it was a good game. You know, Bedard got to face off with face off against uh, Sidney Crosby um, right as he was getting ready to take take the face off. Uh, the ref told him, hey, Sid, welcome back. Connor, welcome to the NHL. I thought that was really, really cool to see. He's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was and, cool. um, and it was it was a good game, man. Um, Hawks won that game four to two, much to everybody's surprise. I, I mean, I thought that it was a it was a good game back and forth between the, the two. Matt, uh, Morazic was was really good in that game, man. How, how did you think between the goaltending, defense, and offense how it stood up? Well, from last year, you know, we played the Avs, the defending champs, and they just smoked the Hawks, and it yeah. looked bad. This year. We we skated a full sixty minutes, right? And that's all you can ask for. You know, we're still a ways away. I think we're a five hundred team, maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less. But if they compete like this every night, have a chance to win, it's going to be entertaining hockey. And I thought Mrazek, man, he was solid. He I don't know if that that first game you're extra amped up, ready to go. Man, but he he was really good. I thought he was probably the MVP of the game. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with you. Um, he just seemed to be really locked in, um, you know. And then I saw them. You know, they gave Tristan Jari a you know an extended contract, and I was like, you know, that that kind of makes me you know raising question marks on why the Penguins would 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 put so much time into him. What do you think? Uh, I I think he's a good goalie, and I think they've been kind of. I don't know, having some bad luck lately. You know, they, they let Flurry go. They didn't think he was the guy anymore, and Matt Murray was the guy. And Matt Murray wins two Stanley Cups back-to-back, and then the next year he's not so good, and then they move him. And kind of been shuffling around, and Jari was the next guy up. But I think he's a good goalie. I think he I think he'll be the, the guy in net for a while for them. If you really think about it, man, that's really kind of crazy how their goalie situation has played out because it seems like right after they moved Flurry, things just went, uh, you know, like the well, shit just hit the fan. It it went up a little bit. They thought Matt Murray, I mean, back-to-back cups, the teams were very, very good in front right. of him. Uh, but yeah, it's it's weird that poor Matt Murray, I mean, they move him to Ottawa, he's terrible. They move him to Toronto, he's terrible. And it's just, it's weird. I think Jari and Casey DeSmith is the other the other uh, goalie they have. And last year they didn't make the playoffs. And it, that team's getting old. I mean, yeah. I, saw, I saw a meme of uh, their team. It says <laughs> the, the Penguins warming up. It was a bunch of old, All old, right. old women. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, man. But yeah. it's true. I mean, Sid's still amazing. He, could, he, that, he scored a really nice goal against the Hawks. And. Uh, I I think Sid's gonna get a hundred points still this year. That's how good he is. Yeah, I, I just uh, the the defense. <laughs> 
You got Latang, who was I thought Latang was kind of playing like a dick against the Hawks. Mm. He was kind of uh, going after Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson's not a big guy, and Tyler right. Johnson just smiling at him. You know, he doesn't just, back down. No, he doesn't back down at all. I, I love that. But uh, you know, you got Carlson. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I, I saw him get absolutely train wrecked the other day uh, from Ovi. Open ice right. hit. Uh, Carlson's trying to skate the puck up the middle like he's going to skate it in and do his thing. And Ovi said no. <laughs> and he just went down. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man, about the, the Penguins. I don't think they're a playoff team, but uh, yeah, I, I think they got to really start investing in getting younger because uh, they're going to run into the what we've been experiencing in the last two years, you know? Yeah. Guys are going to start retiring, getting moved. And gotta rebuild and find your your next piece to build around and it's not pretty it takes a while (laughs) yeah it's not pretty that 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 rebuilding so back to the blackhawks in that first game dickinson donato gutman and felino recorded goals um that felino goal he got set up i think what was that from uh from Corey Corey perry Perry. yeah so that was pretty nice pretty nice to see um bedard got his first point in that game so you know it, it went our way that one Second game versus the Bruins, Hawks dropped that one three to one, but it was a lot closer than than the score um, says because that last goal was an empty netter. Uh, it was really two to one, but um, the Hawks competed all all three periods. You know, the Bruins are are coming off of a season where they were the best regular season team in history. Uh, they got a new captain now in Brad Marchand because Bergeron retired, and uh, but th- they looked uh, they looked strong out there, man. And uh, the Blackhawks were were skating with them. You know, they were all over Bedard, but Bedard was, you know, trying to do his thing. You know, it's game two, so you know, I'm not sure what people expect out of him, but uh, he's he's putting a solid effort in that out there, uh, game in, game out. He doesn't like to lose. Um, one thing I have noticed about Bedard, man, is that he is he's making some really nice passes uh, to people, um, some really, really smooth passes, uh, drawing defense to him and then uh, dropping it off to someone. Um, they've been really nice. Soderboom was in that in game two. I thought he looked really solid uh, in game two. Uh, the Blackhawks goaltending has been, I was a little kind of shaken with Morazic and Soderboom because I know this is Soderboom's going to be his first full season as an NHL backup. But they've been they've been strong, man. You know what did you yeah. think of Soderblom in that second yeah, game? Very decent, yeah. And you're going against a, a team that was the best NHL team ever. You know, right. in the season season wins that they, they got two very good goalies and like like you said, Morazic was a monster game one, and Soderblom yeah. like this is going to be his first year as a, a pro, and. Um, I, he was very good against that team. That's not that's not easy to go against a team like that. Not you know, the Bruins, the at least. The, the Hawks have a very tough schedule the first couple <laughs> of games. You see, I mean, last night was against the the Hobbs. That was probably the most evenly matched, like between the two. But the right. other two teams, I mean, realistically, they could have smoked the Hawks, and the Hawks right. they skated well for sixty minutes. So, right. yeah, I think the goaltending has been a big surprise. Yeah, I've been, um, you know, between the three teams that they've played, between Pittsburgh, Boston, and and the Habs so far, 
you know, the Habs are, you know, they're, they're, they're closer. They're a rebuilding team. They're a team that's looking to, you know, add some pieces and grow. You know, they got Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki leading the, the youth there. They're in, this is going to be, I think, season three with that tandem. And uh, they look good, man. Uh, they, they look like a good team. They got Kirby Doc on the second line there. I believe he was playing second line center, but, um, <laughs> he was a hawk again for a second. He was a heck. He was a hawk again for a little bit because Jared Tenorti put him into the Hawks bench, and and um, Kirby Doc did not uh, see any more ice time after that. He's where he's most comfortable on the IR, and um, the Blackhawks ended up losing that game as well. But uh, you know they're they're both they were both two two teams. They looked evenly matched, and uh, the Hawks almost tied it up at the end there. Yeah, Matt, off the post. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from this Cole Gutman line, line number three. It seems to be somewhat of a checking slash, not checking, but more of like a defensive slash, um, like a grinding line grind. two yeah. type of um type of line. Very, it's it. They seem to be checking, but then on on the other hand, man, these guys are looking to score points too. So um, they're they're these guys. They're not uh, just staying one end and going to the bench, you know, and opening it up for line one or line two. Gutman has made some very nice passes. I'm glad to see this kid made the team. Um, he was having a good year last year before he got injured. I believe it was a shoulder injury, uh, but he's looked pretty solid uh, so far on that line three. What do you think, Matt? Well, yeah, Gutman was the reason I think we won the game against Pittsburgh. He had a big clutch goal at the end and kind of stunned the Penguins. Like, wow, this team just came back on us. I yeah. think we scored four unanswered, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And Gutman got the go-ahead goal, I believe. And that, that was huge, man. And I uh, I think he is actually an Marist alumni, too. So he's from this area, which is really cool. We got two Chicago local kids, uh, Vlasic, who's been a surprise for me on the back end. This yeah. guy was throwing down some great hits yesterday, too. And it's just, it's nice to have some bigger guys. You, 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 like, over the years, I don't think we've had too many big guys. I think with John Scott might have been the last big tall dude we have we got some massive guys that throw the body around and it's fun to see and yeah. last night against the Hobbs, it was a very physical game and i mean i thought the officiating was kind of weak too there was uh i think uh Vlasic actually got a penalty he lost a stick all right and he was hitting the guy it was a clean and darren panger was even saying like he's got the puck he's hitting him you know it's yeah. not his fault he's just a monster and the other guy's small yeah, and I think it was Caulfield actually getting hit. Um, yeah, and that's it caused a scrum because it was Caulfield. Yeah, I mean, there's it's crazy, and I thought the Tenorti hit on Doc was absolutely 100 percent clean. Yeah, I know there was a lot of reports saying, "Oh, that was a head hunting hit on Doc," and I like to just call it karma, the karma train. But if it was a head hunting hit, man, he would have he would have left his feet. And and went straight for his head, and he didn't do that. He he went straight towards that that a logo in the middle of his chest, and, and it, it didn't seem like a head hunting hit at all. No, I don't. I think it was. I, I mean, I saw two guys go into a bench yesterday. I think Detroit Mason Raymond hit a guy, a Tampa Bay Lightning player. Not sure who it was. Into the oh bench. yeah, I saw that. They had the over. Yeah, yeah, they showed they showed him just with his skates up. Like th- <laughs> that looked bad. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that his skates were up. This guy must, his head must have hit the bench they were sitting on. But that looked bad. Docs didn't look that bad. That's why I'm surprised he's injured. And oh, it know, was his leg. I think because when he hit, his leg like slid along the the bench there. Okay. I or mean, the, the, you know, like the shelf, the shelf there. I know. I'm not saying Doc's like Mark Stone who would get hurt mm. by sneezing, but I mean, I was surprised that he was hurt. The poor, the poor kid. He he does get hurt sometimes. It's like God, can this kid catch a break ever? And yeah, I mean, I never wanted to see a kid. I never want to see the kid get hurt. And you know, right. it obviously, it didn't work out with the Hawks. And I think the Hawks did the kid a favor. I mean, oh yeah, they, they put him on a better situation. I mean, I thought it was a dead end here for him. And, you know, we were able to get a, a pick that we wanted and a prospect drafted. Uh, I think, I believe it was Nazar. And hopefully it works out for us and everything. But still, I mean, I, I, I go back to that game where Doc scored that goal in the shootout. And, dude, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, you act like you're freaking Connor McDavid scoring a goal, mocking the crowd. Like, come yeah. I, I hated that, honestly. I mean, it's very entertaining. It's fun, but, I mean, come on. It's like, if you're on the Blackhawks and you see that, it's like, who the frick do you think you are? You're at my barn right now, and you're going to taunt my fans like that? I'm going to remember that. And right. maybe Tenority did, and obviously, you know, I you don't want to see the kid get hurt, but I thought the hit was great, and it was kind of like a, that's what you get type of thing type of hit like you're gonna run you're gonna run your mouth and act like you're Patrick Kane and Austin Matthews you know but yeah I mean again I I I don't want to see the the kid get hurt I'd like to see him succeed I just don't think I think he's overhyped a little bit in Montreal they 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 think like he's gonna be some kind of superstar and it's like are you guys forgetting you have Cole Caulfield this kid's gonna score 40 yeah he's amazing he's like an Alex Debrinkat they got great releases and they're just studs, and it's like, why are you investing so much, so much time in a, a, letting the Blackhawks know that they screwed up getting rid of Kirby Doc? Because every time he scores a goal, that's what Habs fans do. Oh yeah, it's yeah, they so do. obnoxious. <laughs> and I honestly thought the Ranger fans were obnoxious. They are nothing compared to the Habs fans. Those dudes are insane. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, you know, I, I think that Kirby Doc can be a good um a good player. But I would think after all these years he'd be working on his face offs, man, and, and he's he's just dreadful at the at the dot. I had somebody yeah. mentioning to me that they were like, Hey, you know, he's doing better and it's like every time that I see a lot of times when I see him, he's on the wing, you know, and then yeah. he ends up playing center. I, I think I've never, you only, you only see him go north and south. Like, he's yeah. never really creative, like, you know, like Bedard. This kid will skate, he'll cut over real quick, he'll go, and I'll, like, he's really all over the place. And that's what right. I like. Kirby's kind of, I don't even know what you call him. Is he, like, a power forward, or, like, what is he, you know, he's not a sniper, maybe a playmaker, but. I would I, say I just, maybe a playmaker. The, the Hawks absolutely 100% screwed him up. They they threw yeah. him in the fire too early, and it didn't work out for him. Yes, you they have to take some of the blame. But Kirby's got to take a little blame, too. I mean, it just, he wasn't putting up the numbers. And in the end, that, that that's what happens. You get, you get moved if it's not working out. And obviously, so they found a team that wants him. And, I mean, they paid him pretty good money for not-so-good numbers. 
I believe what he's he what get? four four and a half million or something. Let me look. Let me look up his contract. I wasn't. I'm not sure. I, I mean, he's in the same draft class as uh, Jack Hughes, Capocaco, and I think Doc was third. Yeah, and, and that's dude, what messes them up because they took him third. It's like I I was really hoping for a lot from this kid. I was. I think yeah. a lot of Hawks fans were, and it's just uh, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Adam Bodequist was another guy. Didn't work. Yeah. So I mean. People could say like, "Oh, we're bitter." Oh, no, we're not bitter, but not like, at all. don't thank you. I mean, when you when you <laughs> score a shootout goal that doesn't even count towards your stats, don't be a dick about it, yeah. you know, and start you know, doing the Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews. Uh, How do you like me now? Really, dude? Yeah, sure. A hundred fans were probably booing you. That they're probably hammered. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like it's come on. He signed a four-year, $13.4 million deal, uh, so it's like a 4.1 per year, which that's is that's good. pretty generous. Yeah, that's good money for him, especially considering that Zegers got, you know, 5.75, you know? And Zegers has better numbers in one season than he does oh, yeah. in four years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have said, it, yeah. you know, Zegers could easily say, if he's making four, I should be making six. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you start overpaying these guys that haven't done anything that, Players it's a snowball gonna, effect because the guys who players are, are going to see that and agents are oh, going to yeah. lick their lips like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, that's funny, man. Um, do you think that, um, you know, like, um, we know we're talking about Kirby Doc. I was watching the Michigan game um, last week with uh, Jason Ross Jr. was announcing it. Uh, he's really? doing an f- absolute great job, man. Uh, he was really g- great with the uh, players' names. And I was watching Frank Nazar, and Frank Nazar, man, he was laying down some hits. He's got speed. He had some good shots. And, um, and, and, you know, they were talking about him because this is his first full season. He was injured at the beginning of last season. So this is really kind of like his, his first full year there. And uh, he looked pretty good, man. Have you, have you had an opportunity to see him play at all yet? I've seen some highlights from him, and I've been seeing a lot of, you know, reports on him, like getting multi-goal games. Even Oliver Moore, I think I've been seeing. Are, they're on the same team, right? Or I'm I think in Minnesota, but Oliver Moore's getting a lot of press too, which is good. We got a lot of prospects coming up that are just gonna be studs, man. And for people to say we screwed up on Kirby Doc, like you, yeah, sure, but we don't know what Frank's gonna be. And so far in college, this kid seems to be like ripping it up. And I know he was out last year. He came back, and I think he scored his first game back. So this kid, and the kid's got a great personality, I'm told too. Yeah. So I mean, you need you need some character in that locker room, and I think Connor is going to have to hold down the fort this season with uh, Lucas Reichel being the young guys. But I think these young guys are going to be coming in the next couple of years. Yeah, Oliver Moore, he's playing for the University of Minnesota. Minnesota, okay, and Frank is Michigan, so okay. Right. Yeah, all these M's everywhere. (laughs) No, but that's good, but I know he's, I've been hearing Oliver Moore has been playing very well too, and maybe next year we'll get to see him come up. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can get uh, watch a University of Michigan, uh, Minnesota game and uh, on the Big Ten Network, because they have a lot of stuff, they have a, a special my daughter likes to watch volleyball, so I got the big plus nice. membership. It's like fourteen bucks, and um, I'm gonna check out some hockey on there because they've been they've been having some hockey. On Jason there. Ross Jr. Man, he's a beauty. He is man. He, calls he a is. Great game. He calls a really good game. He knows what he's talking about, and uh, it's really a shame. Yeah. So I, I wish they could have worked something out with him because he's great. 
He is. You know, maybe they could do something down the road. I really like that. So in the first three games so far, man, is there anything that has stood out to you that has surprised you? Uh, I think we kind of went over it, but uh, the goaltending uh, in the first three games has been very good. I, I don't know if I've seen any softies. Uh, there's been some, you know, some guys calling goals softies, but then you kind of look at it. It's like, nah, dude, somebody missed an assignment. Uh, yesterday, I think the Hawks beat themselves more than the Hobbs beat the Hawks. I sure. think the power play was pretty bad. Uh, they're forcing that pass over and, you know, it's just, it wasn't there. And one thing I noticed yesterday too was Seth Jones. He took a lot of shots yesterday, which is good. You want to see that, but you don't want him shooting the puck. You, you got to find a way to get counter the puck. The kid's a sniper. I mean, even somebody, uh, Tyler Johnson's been shooting very well too. Um, I, I'd like to see that change up a little bit, maybe move the puck up. You know, try to move the puck a little bit more on the at the points, just to try to get some open lanes. But you know, they're they're trying to go for that backdoor play like the the Hawks have been doing for freaking centuries. It seems like hmm. you know you got DeBrincat either like the trigger man or Sharpie. But sometimes it just doesn't work against these teams. I like to see him kind of shuffle it up a little bit and switch it up. Uh, but another surprise probably is Ryan Donato. I think this guy's a stud. I think he's got. He's very skillful. He's gritty. I uh, scored a nice goal in that first game. Uh, Bedard got the secondary assist on it, but he was at the net, made a nice move, and buried it. Uh, nice I was shot. really, he really, nice really shot. surprised Seattle let him go because I thought he had a good season with them last uh, last year. But I'm happy, and I think he fits very well with uh, Connor Bedard. I made a a prediction. Earlier in the when the, the Hawks camp started, that a player who is the biggest surprise for me, but in a way is kind of not, uh, is Wyatt Kaiser. Man, yeah. he uh, he came out of nowhere on on a stacked um, Blackhawks prospect pool of guys looking to make the team, dude, and he made the jump over a lot of a lot of popular guys, and um, and I'll tell you what. It was well deserving because he's been playing. Um, he's been playing really, really good. Uh, he's not exactly um, noticeable in a flashy way, but he is making solid plays on the defensive end. Um, I haven't seen him get burned. Um, he's not making stupid passes. You know, like into the middle of the in the middle of the ice from the corners. Like uh, you know, I've seen Connor Murphy do that a few times. And um, yeah, we gotta he, he has to that. <laughs> he hasn't made any passes like that. Kids, the kid looks really good. Uh, look out for him this year, uh, Wyatt Kaiser. I think he's wearing. Uh, Very steady. I think he, he got the go ahead from Patrick Pullen. He's wearing 44. number forty four. So uh, <laughs> <Calvin DeHaan. laughs> yeah. So he's been playing. He's been playing well. Um, you know, man. Who I'm really surprised about, man. Moving on to some NHL news. Austin Matthews has a hat trick in his first two games of the season. The Blackhawks will be playing the uh, Maple Leafs in their next game, so we're really going to see how uh, <laughs> how they're doing uh, yeah, against they're them. They're very top-heavy. Yeah. They are a top-heavy team, yeah. man, but you know, if, he do- if he's not scoring, they're not winning. That, yeah, in the playoffs, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I credit Matthews for, you know, he's been praising Bedard, saying he's fits right in with the top snipers in the league. That's how good a shot is, and that's pretty cool. Usually, uh, like, you know, the when the new rook comes in, everybody's kind of, oh, let's see what this kid's made of. Like, 
you saw Berger, or not Bergeron, uh, Marchant kind of give him shit going on a line change, like he's holding him, probably whispering. Oh, right. I mean, come on, dude. Like, who do you think you are? Really? <laughs> but it's cool that Matthews is praising the kid. They probably, you know, I'm sure they've talked and they're you know, with all these prospects or uh, like showcase camps and stuff. And Connor's a very likable kid, very grounded. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I can't see anyone really saying anything negative about the kid at all. But yeah, Matthews, man, two Hatties in two games. He's on pace for like a million goals this year, so we'll see. <laughs> I think he'll he'll score against the Hawks for sure. I think they had him like something like 284 goals this year. <laughs> you know what? And it's crazy because he's not even like in the lead by a lot. He's tied with uh, Pedersen from uh, Vancouver. He's been on a red hot streak too. I think oh, they're both right. at six goals in two something two games or maybe three. But man, it's crazy that. Matthews is uh I think this year if they they say it feels different there you know they they got gritty they got Bertuzzi uh Domi and Ryan Reeves and and dude did you see Reeves get jumped by oh, uh, you that know man what? they call Wi-Fi and oh, the right. Hobbs he actually was in a tussle yesterday with uh Perry behind the net right I, I, I don't know how to like, say the name. Serious, I'm not going to butcher it. Yeah, I, I, I don't they know. They call it him Wi-Fi. He is a tough freaking kid. Yeah, he and is. He, it looks like he could play, man. He was playing yeah. defense pretty well, making some good passes. And yeah, he was. He looked I, I mean, dude. That. He looked like a big dude. They rank. They have him ranked as like the five, like toughest fighter in the league right now. Yeah, he was really, really outspoken against Reeves. Like he wanted a piece of him. You know, he he wanted him and. Dude, he, said, he, he grabbed him and started swinging, and they kind of shoved into the net a little bit. And Reeves was like, "Oh, he jumped me," and you know. So we'll, we'll he's see. Like, I'm if sure you want to fight, be a rematch. He's like, I think Reeves was like, "If you want to fight, all you got to do is ask, man. You don't got to yeah, jump give me. Give me a shot. Let's go fair. You know, buckets yeah. off, and yeah. They can't do that anymore, though, can they? I th- yeah, they, they, they're not supposed to, but uh, if it flies off, I don't think they're going to stop. No, no, I mean, yeah. they can't take their buckets off and then and then yeah, go for it. Yeah, start fight, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got to... There's so, so many rules now, dude, it's insane. There is, man, I'm trying to... You, 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 know, can't, you can't go in warm... You can't hit warm-ups without... A, I think Bedard was fined right, yeah. already. It's like, come on, really, dude? Like, all the was photo too. attempts you're going to get right now and all, like, the... It, come, just let it slide, Batman. You know, there's there's some stuff that... You know, just stay out of it. Let the guys play. Sure, sure, I agree. Uh, Lightning Stamkos is out day to day with a lower body injury already. Maybe this is why the Bolts management cautious on the extension, and this is a tough break for Stammer. You know why? Because, um, yep, him and the you know the injury bug loves him, man. It's a shame because he's such a stud. He he's is such a good player, and you know what? He kind of. Kind of ran his mouth a little bit to the media at the first day at training camp, saying they've never they haven't called me yet, and I'm kind of ticked off. And for you to go down early like this, it's just, oh, it's like oh man, I should have maybe I should have kept my mouth close because it <laughs> might have hurt my chances a little bit. But I, I think they'll work something out. And you know, a lot of guys just want to get this stuff over with, so it's not hanging over them during the season. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. Sometimes it takes down to the last day, you know. Of, getting something going so hopefully he can get better because i i love the guy he's such a good player 
you know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy that this guy has had so many problems with injuries over his career. And especially now, you know, since he's looking for a new contract. And I believe the uh, the Tampa Bay, um, Tampa Bay, they told him that, you know, we're looking to see how the team does this year and how they compete because they're not sure how, oh, you know, how they're going to look um, competing for a Stanley Cup, or whether they're going to tear it down or not. Well, yeah, it's going to look a lot different this year. I mean, Vasilevsky's out probably for the season. You know, maybe he'll come back for the playoffs. I still think they're a playoff team. But yeah, they're they're investing a lot of money in their top guys. And now it's going to be real hard to fill in the depth players. This is what the Maple Leafs are going through right now. Well, they now. had to pay. Yeah, you got to pay them after. Of course, that's the thing. You win these championships, you're going to get paid. And, you know, they invested in Hagel. Point, uh, Sergachev, Hedman, Vasilevsky, and it's like, man, Stamkos might be the odd man out. And, you know, they've already moved on from, uh, you know, Yanni Gord. Obviously, he went over to Seattle in the expansion draft. We got Tyler Johnson. I think that somebody got Kilhorn, who's a very key, uh, was a huge key player for them. I think he went to the Ducks. And then. Yeah, he was. There's another guy. I forgot his name. He went to New Jersey. Uh, man, I forget his name. Palat, maybe? But that was another important role guy. And I mean, the team, it's going to look different this year. I don't I don't think they're going to be Stanley Cup contenders, but I still think they'll squeak in in the playoffs. Without Vasilevsky, man, I don't see them really it's hard. doing any It's going to be very hard. Hopefully their offense can carry them like the Leafs. <laughs> That's crazy. The Leafs offense will carry him. That's just going to happen. But the, as for the goaltending, hey, throwing this out there right now. If Marazic keeps playing the way he's playing, he might end up back on that team. Because if, really? if he can keep it, if he can keep it going, the Leafs might want to invest into another goalie. Because right now they got that Simsonov, and um, I forget who else they got, but this kid is he's from the the capitals they got him from and they had matt murray and they let matt murray go but i just don't know i don't think this kid's the answer in that yeah jack hughes had a big had a two big games he had two goals in the first opening night against detroit and three assists against arizona um looking like he's looking to you know continue on what he was doing last year which was uh he he had 99 yeah. points on the air and, and they're going to need him to they're going to need him to do that. Yeah, they're they're a very they're going to be a very underrated team, man. I mean, coming in, they're scary. I mean, I think they put an exclamation point on what kind of team they are when they got Timo Meyer at the deadline and Right. And then they beat you know the Rangers. The Rangers were man, hyped to do a lot last oh, year my and gosh. You know, their guys just Panarin just not a playoff guy. I don't know what he's it is, not, but man. he's got to get over that hump, and hopefully that shaved head will help. It's yeah, KGB I mean, they've got, <laughs> you know, they've got, you know, these guys that they're just hanging on to, like, uh, you know, Lafren- Lafreniere. And, you know, I, you it's know, weird. I, I see a lot of hate from him, and then I see a lot of praise. I just, I don't know what the Ranger fans want. Like, right. I see a lot saying, yeah, we need to move this guy while, you know, he's still pretty decent, or no way in hell we get rid of this guy. Just I, I just don't understand it. Same with Kako. They're they're both the same. They they really like Kapo, and some days they want him gone. I just I don't know. Yeah, um, I know that. I think Kako right now is playing top line minutes. 
you know, so they're looking to to get that kid going. But as a as a number one draft pick, man, you don't want. I think Le, uh, Lefrenier is on the second line as of right now, but he's really a third liner, man. Yeah, that's what Kaner said. He's like he's really surprised these high picks that they've been getting over the years are real gritty. You know, they're not really usually they're they skill guys. You know, they're right. big big time scores, but they could play pr- like pretty gritty and good defense, two way hockey. That's a good thing. But you know, you, you need your you, in the end, you need your top dogs to score. You need Kreider to score a lot. You need Panarin, Zibanejev, and all those guys. And you can't rely on your goalie to do it all. And I think it just reminds me of Brodeur. I feel like they're gonna like work this guy like forty something, forty starts, maybe fifty. Brodeur used to play seventy, I think. Even that's how crazy it must have sucked to be a backup for Brodeur. Like you get like <laughs> no games, but. This kid, I think they overworked this kid, and he's Shesterkin's a very good goalie. I don't think he's the best. I think he's up there, top top five for sure, maybe top three even. But if they overwork him in the and you know by the playoffs, he's dead. I mean, it, they're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, I agree. Hurricanes are doing well, man. They look strong. Two and zero. Oh, yeah. Yep, playing right now. You want you want to know if they have the best defense of the in the NHL. Here are their three defensive pairings. Jacob Slavin and Brett Burns. Brady, how do you say his Brady name? Brady Shea. Shea and Brett Pesky. 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 Yep. And Dmitry Orlov and Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo is very, uh, how do you say, a controversial figure, well, they, man. Yeah, they, they, I remember two years ago they had him and, he, dude, he was lighting it up. And then they moved him to Philly. And, you know, I don't know why they moved him. Might have been a cap thing, but they got him back. No, it was like some off ice stuff. Well, they really like him in Carolina. He's he fits in very well with that team. Uh, the X factor is Slavin. This kid is a very solid defenseman, very solid. And Brent Burns is a weapon. This is his twentieth year, I think, in the league. I I think I heard today. Oh wow! And dude, he's still a great player. He the is. Beard is gorgeous, stud. Uh, the the dude can score from the point. He's big. He'll hit. And I thought last year he was really good in the playoffs for them. Really clutch. And I know he's yeah, been in he the was. final one season with the. He's like the, the only Sharp. one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, if this has got to be the year, and you know what, I I was listening to the Ducks um, announcers, who I'm not really crazy about. They're very biased. They're homers. They were <laughs> praising Aho, saying that this guy is a superstar in this league, and he deserves the recognition. And they so were going boring. over his stats, saying he's a 30-goal guy almost every season. And you know what? I mean, I think on that team, yeah, he's the superstar. Uh, in the league, I don't know if he's, what do you think? Top 15? Top 20? Top 20. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, I, I think there's a, a class of elite guys, like obviously Matthews and right. McDavid, Dreisaitl, McKinnon, you know, Kale McCarr, guys like that. I think there's a big drop off after. Yeah, I of, think he's in yeah. tier two, but it's there's a very big drop off from that first but year. But I, I think, I mean, I know the Canes fans are real passionate. The ones we talk to, really cool people, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Really good guys and a couple good chicks. They're they're really cool, and they've they're always saying Aho is doesn't get enough recognition and he's he doesn't get enough like hype, and yeah, I I, I kind of agree with him, but I I know on this team he's absolutely the stud, right? He's the guy, 
But yeah, I mean, in the league, he's yeah. not though. I just, you know? I, yeah, I, I don't know if he's like you said, he's like a tier two kind of superstar. There's the just Kings that, are good, but they're, they're like good. a bunch. They're just a bunch of average dudes who play very well together. Yeah, I mean, Tevu Teravainen fits in well with Aho. They got the little Finn connection going on, and sure. Jordan Stahl's been around for a long time. He's a good captain. I, I'm not. I think he's like a third line center over there. Uh, the goaltending, I, it it hasn't worked yet in the in the playoffs. Right. Rantes, a Stanley Cup champ with the Hawks, is a backup, but he's a good goalie. He's been around. Anderson is a really good goalie, but the the dude gets hurt at the wrong times. So yeah, they, they did sign um Michael Bunting from you know Toronto. This guy was he just annoys me, dude. He's always getting hit and causing trouble, but he he could score goals, and I think. He's playing with Aho right now in the first line, and then they got that. Uh, didn't they steal Cotton Niemi? Remember him? Uh, yeah, they got him about from, two years ago. Yeah, they made like a big offer sheet thing. And yeah, Montreal's like, yeah, go ahead, take him. We're not they paying did, that guy that. I, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they do. They their bottom six is very solid. I think they they got a good checking line with Stahl and uh, Jesper Fast and uh, Martinuk. I think uh, they got Brandon Lemieux, who's kind of. Uh, I I think he's related to Claude. I think it might be his son. The dude's probably a maniac, fourth-line banger type of guy. (laughs) But, yeah, they do have a solid, very solid team. I think their defense is probably the best in the league. And you know what? Having Rod Brendamore behind the bench leading the ship, man, I I think this team, this this has got to be the year. They got to get there. They got to get to the final. Yeah, I I don't see this team going past the second round. I see them absolutely destroying someone in the first round, but then they're going to run into um, you know, like another Florida and in, so in that second round. Did, did they play Florida last last year in the first round? I think I'm they did. I remember. I thought that they No, I Was think they might have played them in the second round. Well, <laughs> Let me oh, look yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah, Florida played Boston, knocked out the champs. And right. I think they did. I think Florida did face the Hurricanes because the Bolts and, well, maybe no, maybe the, who did the Leafs play then? Uh, the Leafs beat Tampa in the first round. So they, oh, I don't remember this, dude. This is crazy. Yeah, I know. Florida <laughs> wrecked everybody they played um, up until the night. Let me look it up. Hold on. NHL. Yeah, I mean, that, that was such a surprise, but I think that, New Jersey faced it. It could have been Jersey, dude. I think Jersey knocked the right, Rangers let's out. See here. Um, look at the okay. So Boston played Florida. They lost. Tampa played um, Toronto, and Toronto won. Carolina played the Islanders and won. Yeah. And then New Jersey played the Rangers. New Jersey won. Seattle played Colorado. Seattle won. Dallas played Minnesota. Dallas won. Good Vegas series. played Winnipeg. Edmonton played LA. And then in the second round, it was Florida and Toronto. Florida won four games to one. And Carolina played New Jersey. And Jersey they won four, four to one. No, Carolina won four to one. Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seattle played uh, Dallas. 
and Dallas won four to three, and Vegas uh, beat Edmonton four games to two. Now in the in the final in the Eastern Conference Finals, it was Florida and Carolina, and Florida swept them. See, the, yeah, that's insane to me. Florida was just wrecking everybody. They did, dude. They yeah. just they I completely thought Jersey wrecked for some Carolina. reason beat the Canes. And ma'am, I, no. I apologize because I no, gotta they give got, more respect to the Canes because that team No, they got wrecked. In in yeah. in um in Jack Hughes' words, they got wrecked. <laughs> yeah, she's well, I think they He's got such better, an arrogant man. little fuck, you know. I, I, you know what? At first I was <laughs> I think I remember doing this podcast by myself and <laughs> I think you were sick with COVID or something. And I just remember, well, what am I going to talk about this week? And I look at the headlines, Jack Hughes signs eight year, $8 million deal. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta be freaking kidding me. I know. And man. I'm looking at his stats for three years. I'm yeah, like, Oh dude. my God. And I they said, were you know bad. What? I said, Good for Jack Hughes for getting that money. New Jersey's taking a huge risk here. Hopefully it pays off. And my God, he made me look like a freaking retard. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> is just wrecking. He at 99 points last year, right? 99 points, yeah. 40, 40 goals. goals. 40 yeah. goals. I mean, this guy, he's on a mission, dude. I think I think he had 44. Let me double check. Dude, he, he got 40. I think Timo Meyer got 40. They're just, they're going to be a good, good team. And, uh, no, it's weird to me. Like, the goaltending, they got this kid Schmied, I think, and he kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, he's been good too. Akira, Akira Schmied. Yeah, I mean, we've been hearing like rumors about Connor Hellebuck. Like, is Connor Hellebuck right. going to Jersey? And he ended up signing that, I think, seven-year deal with the Jets to stay there. And it's like, okay, I guess they're happy with the goaltending in Jersey, or maybe he didn't want to leave in the first place, but. Yeah. I think if Jersey gets a goalie that's solid and Schmidt could be the guy, they're they're gonna make noise. It could be a rematch of the Canes versus Devils in the Eastern Conference Finals again. I just don't think Florida's gonna I don't think Florida's gonna be able to do that again. Yeah. Yeah, Hughes went from twenty one points in his first season, thirty one points in his second season. I think he got that eight million dollar deal. And then he got 56 points in his third season and then 99 points last season Shoot. and uh, 43 goals, 56 assists, 99 points. He was a plus 10. He's running away with that draft. Like he is just making yeah. Kako and Doc look just like busts, huge busts. Yeah. Yeah. Another big drop off in drafts. I think was most, yeah, most Sider was in that draft too, wasn't he? I think he was drafted 10th. Yeah, late and Iserman, he was projected to go like twenty five, and Iserman yeah, he was him early. He was. Yeah, there's another team trying to make some noise too this year. They got Debrinkat. He's been scoring some goals. Good, good to hear. I, I, I'm a big Debrinkat fan. I'm gonna root for him no matter where he's at. So here is that 2019 entry draft: Jack Hughes, number one; Bo Byram, uh, what number two; Kirby Dock, number three; Alex Turcotte, number four. Dylan Cousins, number five. Trevor Zegris, number six. Arthur Kaliev, number seven. Cole Caulfield, number eight. Steel. Matthew Bolt, yeah. Matthew Boldy, number nine. And Peyton Krebs, number 10. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty, um, so that's, that's yeah, pretty incredible. That's, that's what, what do you think? Six players are NHL guys? Yeah. The other guys, I've, I don't know. One, I don't two, know. three, four, five. Yeah. 
Spencer Knight was the t- top top goalie from Dale guy. Talon. Yeah, Dale Talon's yeah. goalie pick. There's wow. another guy that's kind of curious about. It. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Yeah, I mean, he looked really, really great for a while. And then he had some issues, some yeah, some mental health issues. Yeah. So hopefully that he got that. Hopefully he got that worked out because. From what I've seen with him, man, he's been uh, really solid. Very good in the playoffs. He he saved that team from getting embarrassed the one year because Bobrowski was not playing well. Couldn't find his right. game. I'd love to see him. I love to see a hawk sweater on that guy. I love Spencer Knight's good goalie. You know. Oh, maybe. you know what? Hold on a second here. Those were the top ranked prospects. I'm sorry. So the order of the draft was Jack Hughes number one. Capel Caco, number two, Kirby Dock, number three, Bo Byram, number four, cool. Alex Turcott, number five, Mo Sider went number six, Dylan Cousins, number seven, Philip Broberg, number eight, Trevor Zegers went ninth, and Vasil Pod Colson, number 10. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, man. Um, Spencer so, Knight went thirteenth. Cole yeah. Caulfield went fifteenth. Wow, man, what he's, a steal, man! I think, oh man, yeah, he's obviously the Hughes there. is the best, and then I, he, yeah, he might have oh, to rank, dude. Oh wait, Ryan Suzuki with the Carolina Hurricanes. I think that's his brother. Yeah, yeah. I think the other Suzuki came from Vegas, though. Uh he was moved with the Max Pacioretty trade. Okay. Which yeah, Jackie. Very weird from Vegas. They <laughs> trading all these good prospects away, and they're this kid's a captain there now in Montreal, and right. I think they traded some good players over to uh, Buffalo too, and okay. they're they're having good seasons, good careers okay. like Alex Tuck and Peyton Cribs. I think is over there. I want to say. Okay. Well, cool, man. All right, everybody. That's all that we got for you for this week. Catch us next week as we break down more Blackhawks hockey from what they play. Obviously, they're playing the uh, the Maple Leafs this week. We're going to have a lot to talk about. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here. <laughs>